Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Fully vaccinated in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's episode 762. Episodes talking about professionalized wrestling. And we got a fun show uh, lined up for you tonight. I don't know. Well, Monday is typically the airing of grievances. And so we can have the full energy and have some fun tonight. And first of all, we have with us still grieving the departure of the Iconics. We'll talk more about that here in the first segment. But Mad Mike is with us from Beacon, New York. The only Mayhemmer with a future Endeavor letter from the WWE and a Mayhemmy. No, a Mayhemmy, a Slammy. You probably got that too. To be fair, I have both of those. Yes, you do. Um, Yes, Sorg. I'm still in grieving. Um, still, still hashtag grieve mode. Um, grieve mode. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was. Um, I'm I'm wearing my my second iconic shirt. Not the same um, iconic shirt. This isn't like that time when I almost quit the show a few weeks ago. No, no, no. This is this is a different iconic shirt. I would also have the third one, but. It's only in size medium left on shop, mm. and and your boy ain't fitting into a medium. Oh, is this time? Not to, even a wait, wait, wait. Is not it, even a medium. Is this the time to hit up like the clearance rack on the WWE shop? Perhaps. I mean, if you want some Samoa Joe merch, probably. Whoa, I do, I do actually. <laughs> so that might be worthwhile. So, and if you want a Bo Leaf shirt, who knows? There might be some of those. Left. I do want a Bo Leaf. Well, like, wait a minute, but there's probably not been those on there for ages i'm gonna go poke at that a little bit um also poking around the mayhem still with us back again ronnie starks on the line ronnie how you doing hello good evening welcome back again sir thank you sorry i'm not in studio this evening that's all right that's all right that's all right you're safe at home mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um and uh i don't have anything else to intro you with it, what, 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 hey, you any new toys? Any new toys uh, in the collection? Oh, you're, uh, well, you're you're getting this next I, time I come in the studio. I love I love I get the castoffs of Ronnie's uh, toys. <laughs> like I, I get I get the uh, fifth turtle that he uh, acquired. Uh, so, Mona Lisa? No, what? No, I get I give him a Raphael. Yeah, I got uh, Raphael hanging out in the studio. A little here. too rough, huh? A little, yeah, it was too, a little rough. too rough. Yes, yes. So uh, that, it's a, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Uh, but uh, uh, thank you for coming back on the show. Good to see you again, mm-hmm. Ronnie. And, Good to uh, see you too. So and and our special guest this week. I mean, everybody. I mean, all you guys are special. Let's be honest. Uh, but BC Steel has returned to the show. How you doing, sir? Ah, uh, I am tremendous. Uh, my Dogecoin is up over five hundred percent. The only thing higher than my Dogecoin right now is probably about twenty five percent of the population, all of Colorado, most of California, and some of Oregon, and soon some of New York next year. Nice. Well, there oh, you go. I'm guessing. What, what better way to celebrate? Absolutely. There you go. There you go. Well, BC, thank you for joining us, and I'm loving if you're not on video. He has a nice background of himself. 
going on there. <laughs> so. Ah, to quote Terrell Owens, I love me some me. Excellent. Well, good to have you back on here on the show. Oh, we're already a minute in. We have a T.O. quote. I love this. Uh-huh. Really we're going to be talking about wrestling. We're going to be ta- talking about our homework of Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle. Sorry, Samoa Joe. And uh, and or, or maybe congratulations. It depends how this conversation goes and how things so go for everybody you, else. You called the you you summoned this. I summoned what? You summoned this. Summoned a couple, oh, couple weeks in a row of watching yeah. and making us watch Samoa Joe wrestle. Making you watch Samoa Joe wrestle. It is a gift, sir, that the internet gives you. When it's TNA. Mm, Samoa. Okay, hold on. We're gonna hold off on that conversation. <laughs> Because I need to get get some business on. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can find links and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, wherever that may be. Also look for the Wrestling Mayhem Show Super Feed. And you can also drop us a line at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And if you ever wanted a t-shirt with an email address on it, it's over at (laughs) ProWrestlingTees.com. And uh, also drop us a line at 412-206-WMS0. Let me say that again, 412-206-WMS0. But, of course, you already have that uh, in your um, in your uh, little address book on your phone under your ex-girlfriend's name or yeah. BC Steel. Um, Call us when you're drunk. Call us when you're drunk. Absolutely. You can follow Wrestling Mayhem Show on the Facebook page and group. Or, you- sword, call us when you're high. Happy 420. 420. Happy 420. Equal opportunity. Equal opportunity here. You got to pause for the cause, man. Happy 420, and I gotta say, the dream is alive. Thank you, Delta 8 provision. Um, But tonight we are going to count down. Tonight we are going to count down the top 4.2 moments of Snoop Dogg in wrestling. Absolutely. What were you saying, Ronnie? (laughs) Did you did you say something about 420? Hey! Nobody. I love the Rob Van Dam in reach for that. So, is that my 420 gift? Is that why you're giving that to me? Yes. Yes. Excellent. I love it. Um, but we're here every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Facebook Live, on the Wrestling Man Show uh, YouTube page, and on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page. And also, thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Of course, made for a fantastic Patreon of the bank and mayhem mania um, over the last several months. And, and we're working on some new stuff for you in the coming weeks, too. Uh, our fan of the show level, Bo Diggity! Woo! Ed Burke, Bobby F, J Town, and Team Hammer Fist, and at the uh, Poppy Club level, Dave Podner. At the Pizza Club level, Doc Remedy and Kyle Turner. Uh, our friends at the Manager level, Farnsworth Investments, Bradley Brothers, Tina Ooh. Keys, The Riz, Mad Mike. I know you're on your outs, but you're still on the list. And OccupyProWrestling.com uh, for the most successful Patreon in the bank. Uh, uh, that we've ever had. So thank you so much. And strangely, like less chaotic somehow. So I mean, that was an interesting uh, deal. And by the way, I want to give a, and you guys can support the show too at patreon.com, um, patreon.com slash uh, wrestling mayhem show. I want to give a quick shout out at the top of the show. And I, I want to make sure, I think I got all. Uh, 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 Team Hammerfist is Jesse, correct, Mike? Like yeah. I, I'm making my connections right. Yeah, that's okay. My buddy. Okay, so I, I was complaining about how I did not get a sticker for my uh, vaccination shot. I also never <laughs> get a. St- I ever also have never seen an I voted sticker in about 20 years um, since I moved down to Pittsburgh. So, so I I just like said, hey, got my second shot, no sticker, you know, still no sticker, 
And uh, 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 Jesse over at Fully Gimmicked, I'm going to give the uh, the plug over to Fully Gimmicked. You can actually find this design, uh, but he actually uh, is going to be sending me a sticker, a vaccination sticker of his own design. Oh, wait, you got one over there. Look at that. Vaccinate, I got vaccinate one. New York. I got vaccinated. What the hell? Bam. And I'm just, oh, the, the refraction period is so close to being done. I am ready to lick strangers. Oh yeah, I say in about two weeks. Listen, listen. I it, like this, this, I'm just under the wire. My trip to Arizona for the two weeks, but when I come back, it's going to be a, a sorg um, hug tour going on. But uh, Mike, I, I got to show you this sticker here. Uh, this is the vaccination sticker that I'm getting sent. Uh, nice. Awesome, dude. It, it is. Uh, if you're not seeing, it, it's the most fucking rock and roll. Uh-huh. Uh, a skeleton rocker uh, with a giant syringe. Going uh, on all over right, uh, th- but- this is just this is just a general PSA. If anyone, anywhere, pro wrestler, otherwise, if you need something drawn or Dude. like done, contact Jesse. <laughs> Dude, he's got Jesse's some great really stuff. And, and you can get that design on t-shirts and a face mask. So it's called Get oh Your Shit. I need that fucking face mask. Yeah, oh it's, it's God, called that it's, face mask is metal. It, it can called, you uh, send me that link to it, that, It please? is fullygimmick.com right on the front page, right front and center over there. And there's also oh. wrestling stuff. So like, uh, so I'm yeah, gonna, like, um, and I, I've said this before, Jesse has made me shirts based on my in e-fitting wrestling gimmick. Yes, yes. I have two different shirts. <laughs> Gimmicks. There you go. So we're gonna get, get you some business there. So, um, no, I'm very excited for that. No, I, I just wanted. I got Vax one, so I can throw it on like my bag or my case or something when I'm out, you know, doing events and and you know, I just want. I'm gonna get tattooed to my fucking forehead. <laughs> okay, I'm maybe not do that. Now, <laughs> maybe not do that. But you know, so you know, just to make other people feel better. Like, listen, I am not a threat. I I'm not a threat to you. I am not a threat. <laughs> my 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 life's work is just to make people are not afraid of me. Okay, so sometimes. just in case you guys need verification, I'm ordering it right now. There he is. There he goes. There he goes. Nice. Already, that's paid off. Already, we paid nice. for the shipping. I love sticker. it. So fantastic. And I didn't see the like the. I don't know if he's doing something different. The stickers, or it's a different site, or something. But uh, but no, that fantastic. Thank you so much for that. So, so we talked about. Oh, there's something happening backstage on NXT. I'm trying to figure that out too. Uh, so, but um, the love story that is Indy Hartwell and uh, and uh, uh, hashtag Index Dexter Loomis is fantastic. <laughs> they they had another moment during his match with LA Knight tonight, um, where they like 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 the hands touched through the glass in the cage. <laughs> Like in prison, like in prison, and then, <laughs> and then they're and then they slide down because it's the side of the NXT arena where like it opens up, right? Like on that camera side, like the hard cam, like like you know set side. So they go to that, and then she trips, and then stands right back up, and then they're just like staring at each other in the eyes. It's just, <laughs> it's the it is it is you know, certainly the greatest love story. I, I I have to say this when Indy Hartwell first joined the way. Mm-hmm. I was like, really, we're doing this? Like, Indy Hartwell is like nothing to nobody. And and my word, she is a delight. And the other two, like, <laughs> nobody cared about him either, but he's hilarious in that group. Well, right? Like, he, it's. He, like, should, for, he well, should probably not work for the company. But, 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 but okay. another. Either way, aside, like, you throw it in with uh, Candace and Johnny Gargano, like, it's just magic uh, happens. If anybody's going to, like, make somebody work, it's going to be Johnny Gargano, right? 
So, but it's 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 really freaking awesome. Tony Gargano literally got a wheel over. He did get a wheel over. He did. It, like, it should be a rule. If you get over an inanimate object, you should automatically be put into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think that's accurate. I, Wait, I, is there is there more is there more for consideration here that that got over in like uh, like Perry Saturn and Moppy? Okay, yeah, exactly. Okay. Does Moppy also get submitted? No, absolutely. No. Chavo I'm, I'm and Pepe. Yeah, Chavo Pepe. Pepe. Absolutely. There you go. Um, I've I've seen some guys that have pretty much inanimate objects with them at ringside, but that's more of a fifth ring post than anything else. D- mm. Dean Ambrose and Floyd. The plant. Oh, oh, yeah. The potted plants. Potted plants. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That wow, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a bunch. I mean, Bray Wyatt has gotten numerous inanimate objects over. <laughs> he got a rocking chair over for fuck's sake. Right. So, uh, others that maybe maybe are a little further away from the Hall of Fame. Uh, we we uh, last Wednesday we had another Black Wednesday of sorts. We had ten released superstars. Only WWE. Like it didn't seem like there was a lot of NXT stars on this one, which seems crazy because it feels like there's so much talent in in, in NXT and you know uh, that would be you know rife to fill the uh, uh, AEW dark spots. Um, but uh, so we had ten wrestlers: uh, Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Still hurts. Uh, Mickey Still James, hurts. Chelsea Green, Tucker, uh, Callisto, Bo Dallas, Mojo Raleigh, and Wesley Blake all let go. Um, the uh, the surprises I think are between the Iconics, who you know Billy Kay's been everywhere. <laughs> with her with her How resume thing not get billy k uh, so i you're I, referring I to the understand. you're referring to the supposed uh news rumor i'm going to label it as something like that of uh kevin dunn not getting billy k and like, why she's funny and therefore I mean, not yeah. using that and if, and if this rumor is true this is also the person who thought becky lynch shouldn't talk because of her accent how'd that fucking work out mm-hmm mm-hmm I, I sense you gotta a lot be of joking me. <laughs> we're we're going to need a therapy session for uh, Mad Mike, and rightfully so. I will say, mm-hmm. I I don't think you should have somebody that far away from the age of what is quote unquote cool making decisions about what should be on your TV that's supposed to be cool for a certain demographic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 37, and I couldn't tell you what's cool to people that are 20, no. 21, no. 22. So. I think you need a voice in the room that kind of has that understanding. And I don't think they have that because I thought the Iconics and Chelsea Green were money. I know Chelsea Green was hurt and all that. But when I look at her, I see somebody who's has something different and, and something that I really can't put my finger on. And yeah. I even get that with Billy Kay and, and Peyton Royce as well. Like like Chelsea, I, I feel Chelsea was just a lot of bad luck. Mm-hmm. True. I feel that was just a lot of bad luck and bad circumstance. And the fact that her boyfriend is in another company, or fiance, excuse me, fiance is in another company. Who was let go, like, let go a year yeah. ago. Yeah, so, who was I mean, let go, but I mean, like, I have a feeling this isn't the last we've seen of Chelsea Green. In to, to be clear, I have, like, a, feel, I have a feeling. No, 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 no. I, all these, all these, I, I, I can see any of these going somewhere else, getting more of a platform, and then coming back again. 
absolutely mm-hmm. of of the four of I, I would go yeah. I'm going to say the top four of these are Joe and the and the three women that we ju- we're just talking about. Um, so like absolutely. Uh, so well, I mean, I mean, as, as much as we're surprised by Joe, if Joe wanted to wrestle and they didn't want him to, or they didn't want to attempt to clear him, mm-hmm. that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. It sucks. Yeah, yeah if it's a long, it makes sense. If it's a it's long like, haul, if he's if he still had like, like another nine months of Christian. Yeah, yeah, and even the same and similar situation with the Macho Man back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Savage wanted to wrestle, Vince wanted him on commentary because he was good on commentary. And guess what? Joe is very good on commentary. Like, I, you know, it's. I wonder if he was shitty, if this wouldn't have happened. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, if he was shitty on commentary, maybe they're like, yeah, yeah, go back in the ring, go back in the ring, and, and maybe just a, you know. Uh, you know, how has he been used? You know, he got hurt on a commercial, which that may be biting too. But like, I went and did this commercial and it got hurt. Like, like, you know, what are the circumstances there? Was it just a freak thing? Was it a something was oh, unsafe on the set? You know, I, I'll say this: Lita got hurt on the set of Dark Angel. Yeah, Lita got hurt doing a TV show. Yep, came back, did commentary for Heat. Yep, eventually got back to the ring. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, especially when you're doing something like that, I'm hoping they kind of give you a little bit of slack on that be like hey we're, you were doing a thing for us you know kind of thing i, don't, I, don't think I mean hell you can even have joe do six months on the indies mm-hmm. and he come back in royal rumble 2022 as, as a big surprise and win the fucking thing mm-hmm. absolutely and then, oh all right hold on I'm, I'm gonna fancy book this for a hot second because i just saw of it samoa joe does the whole daniel bryan getting fired thing mm-hmm. he does king of the indies whatever doesn't does some new japan does some AEW, you know, doesn't get signed anywhere, but you know, does does all the big shows he can. Gets gets you a Kenny Omega match, whatever. Mm-hmm. He comes back, wins the 2022 Royal Rumble, and goes against another Samoan named Joe. <laughs> it's you're saying this is the long this is the long tail. It could be. So you're saying why like, the hell we, not? We do this thing. I mean, the obvious openness with the Chris Jericho interview. I did get a chance to finish that last week. Um, I, I, I you know. I, Every, it, it, it's like there is a little bit of a welcoming of the forbidden door, and this is just how they navigate it. Uh, you know, and and, and and right off of Matt, Matt I, I have the fantasy matches of yes, Kenny Omega. He drops in there and maybe he challenges him for the championship. Could be a pay per view, um, and then uh, uh, goes and I don't know uh, uh, fights uh, uh, Ido or uh, or Suzuki. Honestly, <laughs> if he went to AEW, Kenny Omega is not my fantasy match for him though. No. No, who's no. your fantasy match over there? Ryan Cage and Samoa Joe. Ooh. Yes, and please. Ooh. That's my fantasy match. And, and that's a me, big hoss match. Yes. Yeah, it yes. is. And I really, and I, I want to say this, I don't think Brian Cage has been appropriately featured on that show. There's been a lot of people that haven't been appropriately featured. There's a lot of room. There's a lot of room on there, but I think he's definitely one that could um could definitely benefit from a, a good feature match. It was like, oh wait, what can Brian Could Cage you do again? Imagine Samoa Joe with a run at run as the FTW champion. Oh jeez, oh jeez. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a talk second coming of Taz. Oh man, Jesus, like, like there's already enough of Taz saying you're stealing my gimmick, bro. When everybody like remotely wears orange, but like Joe with the towel and everything, and be like, Joe would come out in. All orange. He said something. I forget who he was talking to. He's like, "Hey, my my old friend, the Tasmaniac, is, is it gonna like you're stealing his gimmick, bro?" Like in a promo he was doing. <laughs> just like, 
it's it, it's just uh, you know again I, I just I, knows I, he didn't invent the color orange right no but taz team taz taz thinks that he copyrighted the color orange and he gets really upset about it it's it's it's, it's he should a, really get mad at orange cassidy uh, right right well he does actually a little bit <laughs> there's a there's a story from uh, i don't know if it was edger christian but they i think it was on a podcast they sent a uh, tape to Heyman in like 96 97 and the story they heard, and as wrestling stories go, they probably heard it from somebody who heard it from somebody who then heard it from somebody. But the story they heard was that Taz saw one of them wearing orange and just completely disregarded them. <laughs> Don't know if it's true. I mean, wrestling stories normally so, have about 10% truth to them anyway. So but. this is this is something that is like a rumored thing that he's just turned like he just went off on. So like, which is great. Great. Especially if that's a rumor, right? So, I love it. I, I will say for for a lot of guys that sometimes the argument is they don't take themselves seriously. I mean, I guess you could say Taz went to the other side of that. But at least 15 year old me in 1998, you couldn't have told me that he wasn't a badass. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I, I was I would believe that he was the baddest dude in the world at that point. And then you find out, OK, well, he's not really the MMA guy or the, the UFC fighter or what have you. But I mean, I give him credit for sticking to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and, and I mean, I mean, in converting to what he has on commentary, you know, it, it's it's actually. I mean, he, he he's. He, I want to say one of the best, but he's you know very good at commentary for being like that character, former wrestler kind of thing, you know, and and that he's carried that for twenty years and he's still going is actually impressive too. So that's true. It, it's a it's a weird transition because you have to go from focusing on yourself and putting yourself over to then putting over other people. Yeah. Which, yeah. in a sense, you can kind of use what you do for yourself and just change the name. Um, but it, it, it's nice to see somebody actually make that transition. And I think another one just talking about guys that were injured and, and had to make another decision about what path they were going to go down would be Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. Um I personally liked him in NXT a little more, but it's hard being a three man booth. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. So and 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 for whatever you think of, like he's um he's certainly like yeah, obviously has his own kind of you know pinch on things, his own personality on things, but he's also adapting into that WWE style. Like he's fit into the mold. You know, he's fit yeah. that Corey Graves persona into what WWE requires. Right. The longer people spend on time with com- on commentary with Michael Cole. The more like Michael Cole they become, which is yeah. a good thing, is a good thing and a bad thing because it kind of takes away their individuality a little bit, mm-hmm. but not completely. Right, and and, and WWE is a machine, right? And WWE has yeah. their way, and that's why these, uh, uh, let's say, peculiar characters like the Iconics don't always fit in, right? It's a, it's a, it's a persona, it's a company culture, it's all that kind of stuff. I've, I've mentioned that multiple times on this show. Um, so, and yeah, and, and, and I'll say, you know, referring back to the Kevin Dunn and even the Vince McMahon comments we have from time to time, um, it is hard to tell the people that whose minds created a multi-million dollar company, billion, billion company, Uh, a very, a very big company over the last 40 years. To what it what was to what is now, it's hard to tell those people that they're wrong at that level. But all and 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 that's why you like there's always kind of a certain shelf life to companies like this, right? They'll get to the point and not be able to see the next step because all they see is everything they did right in the past. 
Um, so, but, you know, the smart ones will, you know, hey, letting Triple H go do NXT, and that's obviously, you know, somebody was saying on one of the comments about how it's too loud for them. It's like, yeah, it's the heavy metal show of WWE and has a different feel to it, right? Um, so, and that is allowed to be, I think, mostly hands-off by those producers. There's no Kevin Dunn involved in that that I'm aware of. You know, I don't think Vince... No, does much. You know, you don't see the fingerprints at least until they yank somebody up to. There's no way he knows that someone is on NXT with a dog right now. (laughs) That's very possible. Very possible. Who's already been trying to be shoved up somebody's ass, and then uh, tonight we just found out that Eo likes cats. So, uh, and there's your big feud: cats versus dogs. Yeah, I mean, Eo liking cats. I kind of. I don't think we needed to be told that. No. Um, or that there's multiple, there's multiple high, there's multiple champions that generally need to be subtitled. I don't think that's something you know. Oscar is, of course, allowed to just you know Oscar all over the place, but I think that's because they just think like her yelling in Japanese is funny. Um, but uh, but like there's serious like when it really should be threatening. It really should be threatening. Yeah. Like no. it was an NXT. No, absolutely. Like Oscar's <laughs> Oscar's become an over accentuated comical character almost, no matter how badass she's trying to be. That's just how she's presented now, which is unfortunate. My mind went all over the place when you said Oscar and all over the place. So like <laughs> I was just like, like, wait, what? Which he goes the last out time you Oscar all over the place, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez. I'm not even gonna. I was gonna make a really bad joke, but I stopped myself in the process. I was like, you know what? I'm just calling it. Hopefully, we're on seven second delay. Uh, This is gonna. Everybody's had that awkward rookie year, right? Uh, (laughs) Light bulb. (laughs) Um, But no, I. You know these. You know, okay. Let's look at it a year ago. We know a lot of people were let let go around the same time uh, last year. Uh, uh, Rusev, uh, 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 you know, Ryder. I think Brian Myers was let go. No, Brian Myers, I think it was already let go before then because he might have already been an impact. I could be wrong. Um, but uh, like, how? What's your report card for people that were, that were let go a year ago at this point? Let's start with uh, Rusev. You know, while you know, you can argue about what he's been doing. He's getting. He's gone to uh, a significant point, I think, in AEW, and they're positioning him for the, for you know going for titles now. You know, um, and you know that that I think I think he's somebody that's worked out for the most part. He's the best man. He is the best man. I would agree. When he first came in, not the role that I would have seen, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not running a million dollar company, so. uh, But I, I think it's been better than what he was doing a lot better than what he had been doing on wwe TV. it was the same that he was doing he was involved in someone else who had a blonde wife and was in a wedding that's true but it wasn't his wife it wasn't his wife and it wasn't yeah, as but terrible as what wwe was doing it was still not great it was entertaining like, it, I, i'm gonna say this right I now i love weddings I, i'm gonna say this right now and and history might prove me wrong Rusev is to AEW what Bret Hart was to WCW. No. Yep. No. I'm going to say it right now. It's someone that came in, came in hot fire, 
and then they just completely don't know what to do. With I don't it. think it came anywhere near hot fire. I, I, I don't uh, think I, you, you uh, sir. Yeah, you know, you're talking about Whoa, you're talking about Bret Hart who came off of being like the WWE champion. You're talking about Rusev that came off of being like a, a stupid cuck storyline. Yes, that made I'm no sense. Rusev that they, they debuted when there was a full fan crowd. Yeah, and to a monster pop, and then they. Did nothing with it. What do you mean? Well, no, 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 no. He didn't debut. Did he didn't nothing. debut with fans at, a- at AEW. AEW always has fans. No, well, not AEW not, always has fans. Not actual. They haven't had actual. No, no. Yes, they have. They've no. had actual fans this whole time. They've had people in the stands cheering. No, they didn't. Yeah, they they, they had a close set with 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 wrestlers in the as the audience for okay. the longest time. Past month and a half, they've had fans. Yeah, yeah they've had fans for longer than that. Oh, it's been like a month and a half, bro. No, it's been much no, longer. No, they, they, they've been selling tickets since like like February. Like, no, like November ish. It was but, before that. But Rusev was not in the fan crowd when he like 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 he was right. it was but, fully empty arena. But, but let's get off still, of that. Like they, he came in uh-huh. and they made a huge deal of it. Uh huh. And then they completely shoveled him. To a D level storyline, they completely they shuffled them to a D level storyline. I think we I think we have disagree on the level of storylines that are happening at AEW. Uh, Ronnie BC, what what is your take on Rusev over there? Uh, I I don't think it definitely for for my taste wasn't an A plus. I don't know if I'd say D. I'll give it like a a B minus. I will say that he seems to be happier, and I think you normally get uh, a little bit better out of your your talent when they're happy. I'm interested to see kind of where he goes now because there's to me there's three level of, levels of comedy in wrestling. There is like third grade, even less like five year old. Somebody says poop and everybody laughs. And Mm -hmm. that's normally like, okay, it's cheap. It's not really funny. It's more like head shaking. Then there's sophomoric, which is like, wow, this is immature. Uh, You should know better type comedy. And then there's quote unquote highbrow. Um, And that can work. So I kind of saw Rusev as he was doing low level kind of weird comedy and then that got really, really over by just saying the same thing. It's Rusev Day mm-hmm. constantly, and it got mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. And then he started doing the the stuff with uh, Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian, and that was – I don't know exactly what kind of comedy that was. And that made me kind of lose my train of thought. Like, I know what it was supposed to be, and then it kind of morphed into something where he is a little bit more serious – and it's it's interesting because he was doing it with Orange Cassidy and the best friends that are kind of a comedic tag team gimmicky type thing. But he can be that guy that's like the brute that will kill you. Yeah. So going forward, I think if you're going to build him, it, it needs to be like, OK, yeah, he did comedy. But he said more more or less his declaration that he's kind of his own man type thing now. Yeah. And he's focusing on championships and focusing on who he is and da 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 da. So. I, I guess that kind of makes him a heel, and heel Rusev is way, way different than Rusev Day, which made him a babyface. So, it's it's kind of like starting over from scratch in a way. Absolutely, absolutely. That was a really long way just to say they're starting over from scratch. I, so. I feel like if he's not TNT champion in two months, then they're not 
doing what they I think should be doing. he's at least in contention. I, I don't think he necessarily <clears throat> needs to be the champion. I think he's a good uh, mountain to overcome for Darby. You know, no, I know. Like, like, like Dar- Darby. At some point, heels need to win. At some point, heels need to win. But in the in the meantime, like in the short term, if he if he, if he pops up and is another monster that that Darby overcomes, then you know that's what they're doing with him right now. So, yeah, but if that's uh, the case, then that's just what he was doing in WWE. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It ebbs and flows, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie. I mean, I love comedy wrestling. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. They need to do some more of them. Yeah. Cause oh, I feel absolutely. bad that they're not doing anything with them. Absolutely. Well, we'll see where they build them up from here. They've already made the shift. So we'll see, um, you know, well, we'll see how it plays out. Sorg. he'll have a, he'll have a week where he destroys, uh, uh some jobbers, uh, the entire week of dark going into a big match. And, uh, it'll that, be that, fun. It'll and, be and, and that fun. seems to be the pattern It's just like, Hey, we want you to pay attention to this guy. Here's like three matches in a row this week, which is interesting. Um, but, I will uh, say if he's going to do something with Darby out the gate, granted fantasy booking, he has to murder him and oh, yeah. not put him in the ground, but he has to have the whole dug and getting ready to put him in the ground. Last rights has been given. And then Darby, I don't know, ascends into heaven and becomes all white Darby Allen or something. I have no, I'm kidding. That's <laughs> not my fantasy booking. God, no. What is that? Darby, the Darby, the white. Yes, he's like, he's like Gandalf. I, I, I knew I knew what you were going for. I was like, the more I talk, the more this is probably going to get me put on a list somewhere. But of course, so. yeah, yeah. Of course, we have Darby kind of tied up with like Sting and whoever is mad at Sting this week. So oh for God, for existing, I guess, which includes Mad Mike. Um, let's see Sting, who who Sting else. So Zach Ryder, I mean, uh, the Ryder and uh, or Matt Cardona and uh, and uh, Myers. Well, they are, weren't they weren't part of this. What? They that, last part of, year. that was last year. We're talking about last yeah, year. That, yeah, we're, we're, that was last year. year. Okay, we're, we're checking okay. in on the people that were like a little year ago. Okay. So, I mean, they, they obviously they went to Impact. Uh, Matt did like a quick thing with AEW, and things work out, or, or they don't, I guess. But, um, but, but you know, obviously they they really sunk into the action figure podcast and doing really mm-hmm. well with that. So, uh, I mean, they they were able, they were able to go create their own brand at least, and 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 that's turned into something probably worthwhile for everybody. If, if there's a guy who knows how to create his own stuff and create something out of nothing, it's definitely Zach Ryder. Or well, what Matt Cardona. Now, yeah. 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 And, and of course, Myers is still has the creator wrestler school up in New York. It's been turning out some fantastic talent, including uh, some uh, bear country that popped up in AEW, who I didn't realize I'd actually seen at AIW uh, not too long ago, too. So, um, so, so, I mean, obviously he's out there doing his thing and producing talent. I mean, these guys got multiple irons in the fire, you know, they're, you know, already did, uh, Myers had, had a school before he came back to WWE, he came back just to be enhancement talent basically at that point. So mm-hmm. like by design, so, you know, whatever helps out. Um, I can't remember who else was like, oh, a year ago that were a big surprise. I mean, I, don't, I know there was a lot of them, but those are the ones that really stick out for me. There, was, were, uh, there were a lot of people that were part of the um, the Me Too movement and stuff like that. Like a lot of the big assholes from UK. Okay. And as far as I know, most of them still aren't doing things, which is good. Well, Heath, Heath Slater got released too. Heath Slater. Yeah. He's, he was doing Impact. He's not active on Impact now. He's injured. He's hurt. Too. Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. So he, he kind of, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to. Find. I actually have a list here somewhere. 
Yeah, I'm looking for it too, but I keep finding Black Friday sales. There we sales. go. Uh, uh, Zach Ryder, Rusev, obviously. Eric Rowan. Yeah, I'm still surprised AEW didn't pick him up. I'm surprised um, and make him part of the Dark Order, especially after what happened with... Um, he did pop up, so and maybe there was a plan to, and then the the death kiboshed it, and that maybe they didn't feel right um, having him be a part of it. I mean, especially they're doing so much with, um, they're doing so much with the uh, negative one right now. Maybe he took the heat. Uh, so. that, kid, that kid's gold, by the way. I don't he, care what anybody great. says. That kid. What did I say? I, I, I did I say it on the show last night. That kid's gonna marry Ty Conte in twenty years. Oh <laughs> no, Sorg! I bet yeah. it's gonna be a no. wedding on TNT. It absolutely is. <laughs> absolutely. Alex Riley. Wait, what year is this? This is Black Friday from a different... This is fr- Sorry. <laughs> Alex Riley. I'm like, last year, apparently, we lost Hornswoggle, Zeb Coulter, El Torito. No, this isn't right. That's the uh, year before that. Wrong, we had, oh, wrong well, Black wow, the big Friday. name, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was let go. But also, like, Mickey James was just let go. That was just a, hey... Well, remember, gonna... Drake Maverick was part of it last year, but... Right. EC3. That, well, EC3. He, he, he took less money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, EC3 was was like oh he um was he he was doing his big debut in ROH in December um got coveted out of it and then um um recently more recently popped up I can't say he's doing uh, uh memorable stuff right now I know he's doing a lot more kind of on his own brand thing um so um, we, but all right sorry I got the rest of the list okay um the Good Brothers. They seem to be doing fine. They seem to be doing fine themselves for themselves. Yes, you know. I mean, it's fine. Mike Kyoto seems to be doing fine. What's he? Where's he at? Where do you end up? Is it, he's in AEW. Is he AEW ref? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. Sarah Logan, who just had a baby, so you know. Oh yeah. Good for, good for her. I need to catch up on that blog. Yeah. Um. Uh. Mike. Mike Canellis. Okay. Who is a lovely man. Um, I don't know what he's doing. Currently. He is. I know he's been doing seminars. I follow his Twitter account. Um, and okay. he has been involved with Ring of Honor. He's been involved in the storyline with um, I'm uh, Taven and uh, the the like they reformed the kingdom and oh, the okay. former so kingdom. Maria's, Maria's there too. Presumably? Yeah. She, well, Maria has been there. Something of an uh, the ROH experience ambassador that they've been doing. So they're, okay. they're involved. They're, they're doing something okay, active good. with ring of honor. So there there's, and uh, I believe Maria also was uh, introducing the new women's um, tournament. If I'm oh, not mistaken. Cool. Um, okay. So, so they're very active. Honestly, you know who should go ROH Mickey fucking James. That could be fun. I think Mickey James would kill it in ROH. They, that could be fun. They got an announcement coming up for the women's division Wednesday night. Yeah. Maybe. Like, like it, if, if that if they're having a women's tournament, Mickey James would kill it in our Mickey is another one that they were doing um the kickoff shows for for Stand and Deliver were Mickey James on commentary. So like is another one that was like Well, involved. I I think that's a that's a that's an ageism thing with Mickey James. Okay. I I think someone there thinks she's too old when I'm like she's still Mickey James. Somebody who doesn't get uh Billy Kay maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, wait, they, uh, they really don't. Yeah. It was like, yeah. look at look at her. She's an old legend. And it's like, that girl's 35. What's happening? I'm, like, I'm, I'm older than Mickey James. I don't and think. Last time I saw, she can still kick Oscar right in the face. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely an issue uh, <laughs> with that kind of stuff. Okay. Then we had uh, No Way Jose. Oh. 
I don't know if he's shown up anywhere. He <clears throat> might have done an impact thing and nobody cared. Okay. Um, Aiden English, who is doing a podcast, I think. Okay. Doing a podcast. Um, Leo Rush, who's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. He's on like, I think he's one of those on three promotions in one night. Yeah. So. I think uh, Aiden English and Gotch just uh, were on Impact or are on uh, NXT. What? No. They did a tag match. On NXT? I'm pretty sure, yeah. You sure that wasn't Bree Zango when they were dressed up as uh, British dudes earlier tonight? I don't think Simon got to have returned to NXT based on the way he left. Yeah, I don't think that was a good, that was a good he, he did not leave under the best terms. No, 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 no. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, the last two I see on here are Primo and Epico. That's and a loss. That's a loss. They brought back Carlito for like three weeks. Um, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry, Eamon, that your doppelganger has not. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, but the, again, I, I think they probably have a foundation in Puerto Rico with their father's fed or something. Correct? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they don't have things to do. So, and it may have been they left to take over. You know, they they maybe uh, passed the, uh, the torch down there. I don't know. Well, talking about the past and the people that have had the big ticket opportunity, but how about talking about the future of professional wrestling on IndieWrestling.us and the Indie Wrestling Network? New content! Like, new, new content. Like, we filmed something this weekend, and you can watch it now. Like, I miss this feeling of having something new to talk about. Um, our friends at Prospect Pro Wrestling returned in front of fans. Not a cow pasture where they did things like hit somebody with a car. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but no, in front of fans over at Freeport, Pennsylvania, um, they, uh, they, they presented Dime Time. Uh, it was a return of the Gambino brothers in action, uh, and, uh, as a reunion. And of course, just all the, all the stars, you know, friends of the show, like Zeke Mercer, like, uh, 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 Zach Rain in action, Mambo Italiano in action. I know there's a face you've probably seen on, I don't know, all the feds, NXT especially, <laughs> from time to time. Um, and also associated with your, yours, BC's, uh, BC. Um, and uh, so a lot of great stuff on there. Um, it was good to get, again, in front of fans. The energy was great. Um, new names to check out. Um, this Anthony Young is uh, is featured on this uh, in a three-way. He's he's uh, pretty great. Tito Oric is a part of this. He is somebody to look out for. The Bosnian, the Bosnian Bonebreaker. And you know what I didn't know before this show, after the crowd erupted? Bosnia is over in Freeport, Pennsylvania. I can't find it on a map, but I guess um, I guess we're good. I, only, I also don't know where Lebanon is, so so sorry, Joey Moses. Um, uh, Bosnia is near Herzegovina. Okay. I don't even, now you know. I don't even know if that's that's real countries. Is that where um, near Kazakhstan? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Yeah. Kazakhstan. It's the greatest country in the world. Sorg, Sorg, it's across. It's across from Italy. Oh, across the sea. From okay. Italy. All right. Either way, good stuff to check out there. Uh, old favorites like Super Hentai, Dennis Gregory, a part of that. Uh, so a lot of fun. Uh, go um, to see it as part of your subscription over IndieWrestling.network. DVD pre-orders are are up. The DVDs should be produced, I think, in the next couple of days, um, and sent out hopefully. And I don't know. I'm, that's not my department. I just pass that on to the other department. Uh, but the VODs, digital downloads, all are up there. So uh, it was a great time. It was great to see a lot of a lot of old friends in the wrestling setting again. 
Uh, so it just it, it feels like it feels like there's a light at the end of the tunnel and there's wrestling in Pennsylvania and and uh, it, it's pretty good to see. So so I understand that you guys have been having a conversation on Twitter about the Mighty Ducks. So I guess this is sort of an, an uh, intervention. I don't what I don't even know what the conversation has been about with the Mighty Ducks, but I know it's heated. Uh, it, it's all Ronnie Stark's fault, first and foremost. Okay. He posted that he was watching the Mighty Ducks. Uh-huh. And the Mighty Ducks, for those that don't know, along with Angels in the Outfield, is the uh, greatest sports movies of all time. Uh, you've got such a, a legendary trilogy. And it just kind of went from there. And uh, I feel that Mad Mike and I have a kinship now, a bond, if you will. A, a, a brotherhood of of District Five. That's a deep cut. You know, oh, I'm just gonna say. Wait, wait, this. wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. When did that happen? So, yeah, he just threw that jersey on. Uh, yeah, Black <laughs> Attack is back, Jack. Oh, BC, please have a jersey. That's all I ask. I, I'm gonna say this. Um, there, there. I saw I saw the Twitter conversation happening, <laughs> and I have long had my power rankings for Mighty Ducks players. And you know, I, I asked BC for his rankings, and he and I vehemently disagreed. Uh, Sorg, Sor- I, I have a quick question for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorg, have you seen the Mighty Ducks movies? I have seen all three of the Mighty Ducks movies. I have not watched okay. the new show. Um, and uh, But I'm going to say that it has been years since I've watched these movies. Well, it's okay. time to watch them again, buddy. Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I rented them on VHS. Wow. Okay. Well, they're all on Disney+. Plus. Of course. Mm-hmm. But I, I do have, I a, feel like I do have a question. I do have a, I do have a question. Yeah. Is the animated series canon? No, no. Those animated series just mm, we're we're gonna. Uh. I mean, there yeah. were no animated ducks in the movie, Sorg. So yeah, it's, Sorg, Sorg, those were actual. Okay. Those were they. Those were actual ducks in the cartoon. Okay, well, I didn't know if like no, no ducks were harmed in the I, making of those movies. I didn't know if there was like an accident in like D four that I wasn't aware of, where like <laughs> all the kids like mutated or something. Because I mean that D4, was D four, the secret of the use. Yeah, D four, the secret of the use. <laughs> Now we're mixing our animals, but yeah, I, I I thought you I thought you misspoke and meant D five for District five, but you know. no, no, but they should have gone to that, shouldn't they? That's really punny. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Which was redrawn for those of you that are wondering. Oh, that, yeah. That's why Adam Banks, the greatest player of all time. Now, did Banksy since they redrew, he could have went back to play for them. Well, if that is was. true, but mm-hmm. but he never did. Well, that's because he his his heart was taken over by the ducks. They embraced it. Um, by the way, if you're on audio, uh, BC still now has his ducks jersey on. That's true, <laughs> Mister Gordon Bombay. By the way, the the yeah see, closer to the Minnesota Miracle Man than Charlie Conway. All right, you know what? I'm wearing a I'm wearing a jersey of an actual player. Thank you very much. You got well, the coach's jersey. That's Ooh. why there's a C are get, there. Are you also wearing Air Bombay loafers? Huh? Maybe. And I'm 
And, and I could also blow a 0. 0.12 if I had a breathalyzer like Bombay. So there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, but, that part but, is not the case. Hey, breath or urine, or are you full? I have a question. Can you also hit three pipes and the crossbar? Uh, I, against, I against probably, Wolf the Dennis Stanson. I could probably do one out of five. Okay. Just like my hero Fulton, who is also, by the way, a better player than Charlie Conway. Yeah, no, no. Charlie Conway's not the issue here. Like, I admit, he's not the best player. He just happens to be the person whose jersey I have. My issue, sir, is Luis Mendoza. Luis ah, Mendoza. You, you, mean, you mean the man that's more concerned with uh, women than he is actually being a good hockey player? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I man, believe the man, also, if I may, sir, who was more concerned about looking up girls' skirts mm-hmm. at Eden Hall Academy than practicing. Yes. yes. Luis Mendoza is the worst player in all of the Mighty Ducks. This is this. Oh. I know, can does, we, oh, does this movie can hold just, up in 2021? No. <laughs> can we also point out that he broke the fourth wall and looked at the camera and went, yeah. Well, all right. To, to be fair. Yeah, th- that's... It's not what you want. That, that's, well, that's why he's nine on my list. I, I no, agree. He that. doesn't. He doesn't even deserve to make top ten. Oh, I mean, you he can't put you can't 10. put Ken Wu. That, that let's be honest. That's where it is. It's Luis Mendoza against Ken Wu. I think. No, I'm so no, uh, no, no. I'm sorry. You had Goldberg below Luis Mendoza, a man yeah. who does not know how to stop skating forward. <laughs> he uh, knew how he to does, stop. No, no, he doesn't. I, he's only done it twice. I also say, um, I also don't know how to stop when I'm skating. Sorg, you are not a professional hockey player. But I am a professional podcaster. Yes, but you know how to stop podcasting. You would think that. No, you wouldn't <laughs> think that knowing how long these shows go. <laughs> well, all right. But but you know how to stop once we get to a certain point. I, you know how to pivot yes, to an Yes, I know ad. how to stop when the card is full. Hey, uh, some wrestling promotions don't know how to stop when the card is full. So. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> Shit. Look, Goldberg on defense, absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that number 11 spot okay, all right. for so, what he did hold on, on defense. Hold on. I, I have your list. I have your list. From Goldberg should have went back to Philly. Where he belongs you have, for the rest of the trash. You have Luis Mendoza above Portman. Yeah. No. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it, the the Mighty Ducks, talented though they may be, they were not big on defense. And Portman was the answer for defense. In two, count them, two of the three movies. Without I, Portman, I, they would not have beaten Iceland. Without Portman, they would not have beaten the varsity. No, oh, they would have definitely beaten the varsity. Portman came in and got a... It's like watching Evgeny Malkin get a penalty at the most inopportune time. Uh, that's what Dean. And, and I'm sorry, is Evgeny Malkin not one of the greatest hockey players in the history of the sport? He, he absolutely is. That's what, what I'm Port- saying. Portman is not anywhere near the offensive firepower. Name name two offensive uh, offensive. Uh, He's a moment. defensive player. I need offense. I mean, the Ducks, let's face All it, right, until, yeah. until Coach O'Ryan, what did the Ducks okay. ever do on defense? Name, name. All right. Has Luis scored more on or off the ice in the movies? Well, there's your answer. To be there's fair, your answer. To be fair, we, we never saw off the ice. That would make it a much different topic. 
Well, at the end of the movie, we saw technically off the ice. Mm -hmm. He was just like, oh, it was our little secret. Yeah. So, So, yeah. He's also also a prick. This is also true. (laughs) He's also a prick. I'm sorry. That bumps him all the way down to the bottom of my list. Charlie, (laughs) not the best player. I'll grant you. But he is he's the glue on the team. Look, the only he's the reason glue on the team. The only reason Charlie was a glue of the team and he was a captain, because Bombay was fucking his mom. That's true. Yeah, but that was, that was in the first movie. That was in the first movie. And, and Bombay, the sec- no, they were not banging in the second movie. No, she had been remarried by the third one. Yeah, oh, Bombay, Bombay was. Yeah, Bombay was trying to bang the Iceland chick in the second movie, and now he's trying and to bang this up, mom in this TV show. Well, and and Bombay also tried to bang the tutor. Let's <laughs> let's not get it twisted. He, Gordon, he, Gordon Bombay was a dick slayer. <laughs> what? <laughs> he slayer bro, not dick slayer. I don't think that means what you think that means. I yes, it does. All right. No, he just like you said, Gordon Bombay was Dick Slater. I got it. Now I do need to go back and watch all these movies with this context. Right? You gotta mute because I'm laughing so hard. I mean, look, here here here's the thing. Not only are the Mighty Ducks, hey, not only are the Mighty Ducks the greatest movie of all time, but it it's like imagine having that movie and then Shortly thereafter, or before, because I don't remember how time works, getting Angels in the Outfield. I don't have an Angels in the All Outfield. Right. Okay, Angels in the Outfield sucks. Okay. Oh. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Neil McDonough, uh, Adrian Brody, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Matthew yeah. McConaughey, yeah. Yeah. Danny Glover, Tony Danza, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. Oh, me closer, Tony Danza. So, some, some guy who's old was in a bunch of Westerns that died, whose name I can't remember. J.O. Sanders. I wow, mean, what a big name. What a big name <laughs> that guy is. Yeah, he was an old who, guy from a Western, but he's fucking dead he, now, so it's fine. Who is he, Cal Brony? Is the, only, the only reason I know who that guy is is watching the movie one day. My grandfather goes, oh, is that so-and-so? And I go, yeah. And my grandfather goes, well, he looks like shit and just kept on walking. So that's all I know about the guy. So you don't really know anything about him. I know he. I know he was a person. <laughs> well, on that note, we do have a run-in happening on the show right yes, now. Yes, we do. We do have a special <sighs> guest that's popped up. Because hey. ah, Dutter oh, finally man. a champion on this show. Dutter is finally a fucking hey. champion. The only champion on this show. Well, I guess we I guess, sing I guess your music. Ron, I guess Ronnie technically is still a tag champ. But right? Right, Ronnie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The other champion there. on the show. The first women's <laughs> champion on the show. Yeah. Dutter's is a real champion. She defeated cancer, goddammit. That's right. <laughs> No, uh, so Katie's popping in because you had a, a little bit of a wrestling moment this past weekend. Yeah, I just I have random wrestling moments, and this was uh, the biggest one, I think. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Besides meeting uh, BC Steel for the first time, of course. That was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Katie, 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 the rest of your life, Katie. You don't you don't have to kiss his ass. He's 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 been so wrong on this whole episode. <laughs> Don't don't listen. Mad Mike is the Ken Wu of the show. I, I gotta wonder. So what, you mean I'm incredibly talented and could make the, the Olympics? Yes, uh, thank you very much. Poor, I'll take that compliment. Poor Katie, who was like, "Can I pop into the wrestling show?" Pops in and sees you guys in Mighty Ducks jerseys talking about the movies. And went, no, no, not even that. Talking about Angels in the Outfield when she popped in. You must be so confused right now. <laughs> what the year was a better movie than Angels in the Outfield? 
just want to throw that out there. But well, Katie, Katie, please. <laughs> Katie, save us. Katie, save us. Katie, save us. I don't know if I want to. I just got to run away. <laughs> but anyways, you had a wrestling moment this week. Oh, hi. <laughs> yes. I had a wrestling moment this past weekend. <laughs> yes. What happened? Uh, I went to my first uh, 2PW show. Um, oh, and... that was your first ever? Yeah. Oh, that's wow. My, I think that was my first ever one. Yeah, I can't. I don't think I've ever been to one. It was my first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so went to the T- 2PW show. Was super excited about the show, obviously, for because I was excited to go back to wrestling and see friends and normalcy of some sort, <laughs> which was fantastic. Uh, go to the show, uh, you know, meet, you know, hang out with folks beforehand and do our usual, sh- you know, hang out with a production team. I, you know, wander around, maybe give a cord to sword or something nothing exciting obviously (laughs) (laughs) and um so before the show starts um missy's like oh let's go sit over here and i'm like okay cool and we go sit on a bench behind the the um the team and um he's like okay we'll watch from here which was a little i I was like we're a little out there but that's okay um just keep she's like oh we want to keep you away from everyone (laughs) i was like oh okay cool um so we're watching and um the, uh, <laughs> uh, Marshall Gambino calls out all the ba- all the wrestlers from the back and says, "Hey, come on out! You know, everybody come out!" And they line up around the ring, and he starts saying, "You know how grateful he is to the fans that they all came back. You know, the fans came back and for being patient with this whole you know virus thing. I like just throw my hands in the air at this whole thing happening, and um, you know appreciate everybody and appreciate the wrestlers and everything. And then he's like, and then dutters." And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I was like, my name. You can you can hear it on the video. You, you just hear this like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> and I go to so he's like, come into the ring, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, probably again. <laughs> and you know, pull my stone cold and first nature. What? <laughs> what? And so go to the ring. You know, walk up steps into to the ring. I swear, lawless. You probably have it on video. I think he was the one who yelled. Somebody yelled, step over the ropes. Mm-hmm. And I did not have the appropriate pants to step over the ropes. That would have been ropes. amazing if you did, though. <laughs> yeah, if you if you straight up pulled the Kevin Nash, I would have fought because, so hard. Because, like, like everybody like that doesn't know you in the audience would be like, is she a wrestler? What the hell is going on right now? Where does she come from? You know? So as you're, like, tallying, so as you're tallying over most of the roster as you walk through the ring. So... I know. That, I think that's why the wrestlers were on the outside and I was on the inside. Uh, camera taller tricks. I am than everyone camera else. Yes. And uh, but yes, so I I did not step over the rope because I knew better. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Step through the ropes and Marshall starts talking and I'm just just in shock. Like what's happening here? No, I had no clue, obviously. And he starts talking about my cancer journey and everything I'd gone through and fighting you know fighting cancer and all that and i'm in tears already obviously and he's like we have something for you and of course because of covid it's not here yet um yeah, you can see me cheer it, it was in california pennsylvania right <laughs> you're in freeport, freeport. and so <laughs> So um, I'm watching you show the video again, which cracks me up because I, I, I did. I laughed. I was, I was great. Um, but he's like, we have something for you. And of course, because of COVID, um, things are not working, you know, as quickly as they should be. It should be here. Uh, we have a belt. And I am the, the 
cancer champion and um, uh, i think it's cannot a, two pw kicking cancer's ass champion yes and it's permanent um so I, unless somebody wants to fight me for it i mean i might <laughs> oh my god uh Sorg, I, think we, I think we have another match for our show. Well, I, well, I, well, well Katie, I, we were talking about like the only person you think that you can defend it against, right? Oh yeah. Uh, did you did you talk about this or was this just no? We didn't mention this yet, but oh gosh. <laughs> wait, 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 so there is. Li- can we save it? Good, good. No, if you okay. want to say it, it, it's up to you. But oh, um, I, I, we were talking about the only person that could probably challenge me is Matt Light. Uh, oh my god jeez and you and you know how he does in the ring on a pay-per-view so i think he got a good chance here so so if he wants to you you would definitely have to step over the over the top rope for that oh yeah (laughs) twice the size (laughs) yeah if if he wants it he can come and get it i mean there you go (laughs) oh this is gonna happen (laughs) it has to happen now i put it into the universe it's going to happen Mm -hmm. sorry Mm -hmm. matt like um but yeah uh he was like this is you know this is your bell and it's it's amazing it's purple i love it um it actually matches my penguins jersey so it's a bonus oh you have to wear the both at work next time yes Oh, oh, the wow. belt will end up at the arena. You know that, right? Yes. <laughs> Where are you, you're ready for the I, Instagram stories of just all the everybody taking pictures with it. It's gonna. I, be great. I'm waiting for the picture of you standing on center ice inside PPG, <laughs> wearing the jersey, holding up the belt. Yeah. I need a favor. <laughs> yeah, you never know with me. <laughs> things the weird weirder things have happened. I feel like at this point. But yeah, I'm yeah. definitely it tweeting. Just, uh, I, I cry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, tweet- my belt. No, I'm tweeting them right now everybody's tagged <laughs> <laughs> perfect you don't even yeah, have uh, so, the belt in hand yet and you already have challenges <laughs> I know this is, this is fine I'm okay I'm ready yes. I feel like it's like a 24-7 belt like. <laughs> yes <laughs> you're gonna be defending it like on the front lawn <laughs> <laughs> just ignore the neighbors they're fine it's only defended at sheets i don't know well, uh, well it'll be fun when i take it to steel city con we were talking about i need to set up a table and just sell eight by tens with my belt and just mm-hmm. you right next to virgil it's fine oh, yeah, i need a tablecloth i need to order to a table honestly you know if if you did that and, and did proceeds go into like american cancer society or something like that oh, you'd great. probably make a killing oh that'd be great <laughs> you'd probably make a killing <laughs> Would you like to pose with me and my belt? Here you go. Picture. Five dollars. <laughs> we'll get you a gimmick stand. It'll be great. We can pull that one. We can tell the picture of you uh, as zombie Black Canary. Um, we can... <laughs> you can you can have a whole a whole thing. So. Yeah. You pick your 8x10. I can sign it for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Personalized message. We can alter it. Uh, we can alter like a stuffed animal of Stone Cold Steve Austin and make it Stone Cold Katie Dutters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, this was... I do have... Of a whoop ass bear. I do have a whoop ass bear around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no this this is a this is a, a special moment. Is is one of the reasons why I didn't I, we didn't do live switching because I wanted to make sure we filmed it. Um, but uh, no, it, it, it was it was a that, and, and again that show began and ended with crying segments. By the way, mm-hmm. in the audience because there was also a proposal at the end of the show. Uh, uh, so congratulations also the Will guy. Um, the referee there with um uh two PW uh <laughs> she said yes 
So no, not Katie. <laughs> not Katie. Like... Katie wasn't proposed to, but there is hey, girlfriend. Congratulations, congratulations. Katie. Wow, yeah. you such a big night. <laughs> <laughs> so I opened and closed the show. There you go. There you go. No. Hey, you're like Daniel Bryan. It's great. <laughs> Um, no, that's awesome. And, and Katie, of course, you know, I, you, I guess wa- uh, watch out for your social media as soon as you get the belt in hand. I'm, I'm sure we're going to get a look at it mm-hmm. on there. Of course, I know there's a picture. If you're on the audio, um, there's a video over on Prospect Pro Wrestling site, and it does have a, a picture that she was shown of the belt. So if you want to see what it looks like, it, it's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so I can't wait to. Uh, it will make you cry. It will make you cry. Are you ready just, for just cry? FYI. Yeah, there's a lot of cry stuff before we get into I cry the, a lot. the yelling and challenging <laughs> stuff on Prospect Pro Wrestling this week. So, um, and it is part of the show too. Uh, like it is, it is part of the DVD, the VODs, and stuff too. So, so everybody's gonna get like surprise cry segments on the network this month. <laughs> so, yay! <laughs> so, Katie, thank you so much for dropping in. Hey, no problem. I know you're. you're oh, t- don't worry. Don't worry, friends. So um, I was at the show with, uh, if you know, Damien, mm-hmm. photographer extraordinaire. Yes. Um, I was already like, hey, um, I'm going to need some photos with the belt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Part oh of me God. is convinced, and I think BC would appreciate this most of anyone. Um, I really think I want to see if I can do a senior picture with my jersey over a chair and my belt yes. next to it. And I'm just like staring. <laughs> Um, like, 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 Sears look off in another direction mm-hmm, photo. Mm-hmm. Like like the one where it's like like but is it is it gonna be the one where it's like the, the double photo like that's faded what? all over? I was each gonna other? say we should also get yeah. of, of you looking off into the distance and then it's another picture of your face looking down like what well, is one of those uh Matt speaking of Matt Light, he did one with his cat, remember? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so Oh I'm gonna do one with my belt and I'll be like, Oh, you got a cat, I got a belt. There you go, there you go. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Katie. Uh, where can people uh, catch up with you to, to see when those uh, pics pop up? On Instagram, I'm Kate Marie PGH. On Twitter, I'm Kate Utters. And I think I'm, I don't remember my name on Facebook. Just look up Katie Dudas on Facebook. You'll find me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, hey, we're going to give a shout out to somebody else who's been super helpful with the show. We've had guests in studio and a little bit of the pizza. The pizza party's back, and 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 like I said, we're fully back to the studio. So I'm like, we're going to be letting a few more guests here over the next month. I think we're going to start opening the doors a little bit here in May. Uh, but uh, but want to give a shout out to our friends at Slice on Broadway, uh, sliceonbroadway.com, New York City style yins are made. Four locations here in the Pittsburgh area. So if you're in the area, they're making faces on the Zoom call. Uh, so <laughs> um. Let me get through this ad read. Uh, no, go check them out. Four locations. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, they've been supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting for a good long time between this and the awesome cast and uh, helping our uh, and we'll be helping our future pizza party nights of Tuesday nights so that everybody is energized, fed, and full of pepperoni. Uh, we're going to go uh, uh, check out these other things going on with the Sorgatron Media Wrestling Mayhem show network and we'll be right back with our homework for the week we'll be right back sidekick media services we are your sidekick in business for social media video production and more find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com hey guys it's zeke mercer one half of the tag team champions i'm here to tell you that if you want to be a champion if you want to survive staying wear your freaking mask okay it comes in all different colors you can get eclipse blue JC white and black, or even hell, blue and gold. But guys, please also remember, please. 
It goes over the nose. Over the nose. Thank you. The world of pro wrestling, it's bigger than ever. So how can you possibly keep up with everything that's happening? Just pro wrestling news. Don't fear falling behind. Give us just five minutes every morning, and we'll catch you up on the biggest news in the world of pro wrestling. No filler, no rumors, no spoilers, no pop-ups. Just pro wrestling news. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or tell your smart speaker to play the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. Find out more. Go to JustProWrestlingNews.com. Welcome back to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. And Matt, Mike, did you have something to say? I did. Um, but before uh, the lovely daughters graced our, graced our screen and, and, and rescued this podcast from the terrible depths. I'm 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 gonna bring us back down. Oh no! Uh, oh no! Um, BC, you you mentioned that Angels in the Outfield is the most star-studded cast you've ever seen of an underrated movie. Absolutely. I present to you, can't hardly wait. Oh, Jennifer, you, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Ethan Embry, Lauren Ambrose, Pierre Facinelli, Seth Green, uh, mm. fucking Sean Patrick Thomas, Freddie Rodriguez, like the, the list. Donald Faison. Jamie Presley, Jennifer Lyons. She's been a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, let's see. The Jason My Siegel. doppelganger. Jason Siegel, for Christ's sake. Clea Duvall. Uh, we got Selma Blair. We got Sarah Rue. We got fucking... Um, uh, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Uh, Chris Owen. Shermanator. Chris, o- Chris Owen. Jenna Elkman. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart, for fuck's sake. Ooh. I mean, My, my God. God. Brecken Meyer, Jerry O'Connell. Like, come on. Wow. Okay. I have not said this, but maybe three times in my life, mm-hmm. I'm, I might be wrong. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, and honestly, that was just me doing a cursory glance of people who have appeared live action in movies. Because if you want to go underrated, like voice casting, Small Soldiers has you in spades. Wow. Well, look, th- well, there is a movie that I'm thinking, but it. it I, a lot of the people in the movie probably aren't household names, but it is star-studded. But story for another time. Absolutely. <laughs> that I, might be a gold story. I, I also will bring in consideration to uh, Empire Records. But anyways, it's yes. time to get into oh, our homework. Of nice By the way, call. my birthday is Rex Manning Day. Mm. And that's the best fact about it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, oh, man. Um, and on that note, Sorg, I guess we'll say no more. Damn it. <laughs> let's talk about the, but let's say more about the homework, which all of us completely dived into this week. Yeah, I've definitely seen the match. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think, I'm pretty sure I bought the paper yet. Um, Back in 2007. I, I'm pretty sure I watched this pay per view at my buddy Justin's house. TNA. <laughs> that's not somebody that's in AEW now, is it? No, that's the other guy. As far as I know. As far as you know. I, who knows anymore, right? Like, hey, who, who knows what Justin's up to these days? <laughs> um, I don't know if there's a joke I'm missing or Justin TV sword. You remember? Oh, oh, right. Justin's house. <laughs> I think we're broadcasting from Justin's house actually now. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you track that lineage, so yeah, Justin's house is the Thunderdome. Yeah, it's the Thunderdome. Yeah, it kind of is, right? But the homework we go, we go all the way back to TNA Wrestling Genesis. 2000 let me say the thing mike genesis not all of us have a grown worthy reaction to this match these are fine these are these are fond memories 
Especially Sorry. of the early days of this very show. We were Sorry, all have you about heard of what was happening. What? Have you heard of Pavlov's dog? Pavlov. Pavlov's dog? Oh, oh, that's where the groans come that, in. We, that's we where the groan it's it's that's right. It's instinctual. I'm sorry, I can't control. I, I know, I know. We've had it's, very it's, different. It's TNRS. We've had very different personal interactions within with with Impact Wrestling. I get it. Yes, we have. I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, but anyways, aside from that, trying to put the, put aside the point where Mad Mike has been blocked by Impact Wrestling for years. Um, mm-hmm. so it was Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle. The first meeting, Samoa Joe is coming off of. I think they say. 17 months yep. of being undefeated. Yep. This is the big one. Angle came over. Of course, you know, disclaimer, Angle was let go from WWE for his pill problem. Um, but uh amongst other things. Amongst other things. So, but you know, you can't you can't, you know, whether you should or shouldn't have is in our discussion. But uh he was still putting away killer matches. In uh, 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 in TNA wrestling, especially in the early days here with Samoa Joe, this was the come up. This was the discovery of Samoa Joe for a lot of us over these couple of years uh, with TNA wrestling. So uh, BC, I know you you fresh and you said you watched this twice. I think right. Yeah, I watched week. it Friday and I actually watched a little bit of it today. Yeah. So uh, I mean, what, what were your first impressions on this one? Uh, my first impressions were that is how you build a match. Uh, leading up to it, you have a guy who is a known superstar putting on amazing matches, is over, people want to see him, they're excited about him in Kurt Angle, and then you have a guy that just hasn't lost. So the question is, who's going to win? And even if you think you know who's going to win, how are they going to win? Where is this going to go? And the match, I mean, it, it opens up early on. Joe's got Angle on the outside. He's beating him down. He busts him open. So it sets the tone that yeah, uh, if you're the if this is your first time watching this, we've told you Samoa Joe is undefeated. We've shown you now that Samoa Joe is a badass who has Kurt Angle down early on, mm-hmm. and then as the match goes through, Angle gets a little bit of a comeback. Joe takes over a little bit more. Joe takes over, and then even in the end where he does tap out, which is important because somebody has to tap out eventually. That's how you make finishes and submissions mean something, but. Joe doesn't lose anything. Joe doesn't lose any points. It's his first loss. Uh, he immediately wants a rematch. So uh, he's, he's not, you know, cowering in fear or what have you. And I would say that reminds me of what TNA was that during that, that period of, I don't know, four or five. It could be four years. It could be eight years. I don't know the time frame, but amazing matches. Really, really good, simple booking. And then there is the opposite end of that where you're like uh, WPF, which I'm sure Mike, <laughs> if you haven't seen Mad Mike and Shirley Doe reviews of Impact, you should because it brings <laughs> back some some memories and some twitches and PTSD perhaps. But, mm. but that is a snapshot of when TNA was like, wow, these guys are firing on not all cylinders, but at least a cylinder that is kind of hard to beat. Yeah. Because I don't think WWE was putting that out at that time. No. I can't think like, of it. Like, T- TNA occasionally, TNA was like a car in the Fast and Furious. Normally, it's just a normal car that goes at that, a fairly high velocity. Occasionally, they hit the Nas. And the Nas is like your, your Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle. Yeah. Your, uh, your Ultimate X matches, your 
Angle, Daniels, and Joe match. Like right. occasionally they hit the Nas at that point. But need I remind you, the match that happened right before this one, Abyss won the world title on a disqualification. So, you know, give and take. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, certainly. Certainly. And also, well, remember that time. I think. I think we're we're talking. You know, mid two thousands. Ruthless aggression. WWE. And I'm sure the complaint about WWE at the time was too much John Cena falling into falling PG rolling into PG area era. Although they were just doing Radar Superstar Live Sex Celebration probably the same month this happened. Yep. So remember that. Uh, So they hadn't. hadn't That's always right. So it was all PG. What? The internet's always right, so it was all PG. Okay, except for the time we saw Lita's boob. Yes. So, 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 like, but they were they were rolling into like like Raw and SmackDown had been set as that formula, and maybe not nothing tremendously exciting was happening there. Um, in comparison, I mean, you know, maybe akin to what's happening today. Um, although I feel like today is duller, maybe because we're in it. I don't know. Um, but. TNA was truly doing the alternative, bringing in the guys that we were excited about, and we would, you know, uh, uh, lunchbox on the show was was like, if you heard about the Samoa Joe guy in uh, in uh, Ring of Honor and AJ Styles and all these kinds of things, so we were being introduced to these things, um, you know, and it was the next generation. Obviously, all these guys <laughs> practically um, have had WWE careers and championships, you know, since um, for the most part. Um, you know, especially AJ Styles, you know, Joe, et cetera. But um, yeah, this was, yeah, this is peak. This is, this is like, the, this is the match when I say about like what was great about uh, mid 2000s TNA, like this is it. Like this mm-hmm. is, this is, this is the pinnacle of that, you know? And they, and, and, you know, and even at the time, I think Genesis the year before, oh, I'm sorry, this is November. So this is later in the year than yeah. I'm thinking. Um, so, yeah, you would think Genesis would be at the start of the year, right? But it is TNA. I think it's called Turning Point. Uh, it's the one at the beginning of the year for some reason. Um, but, oh, that's right. They were all Genesis songs or Phil Collins songs, weren't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget. Uh, um, TNA is hungry T- like the wolf. TNA presents Sue Sue Studio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. uh, to be fair, if TNA did Sue Sue Studio and they used um, the Dexter Loomis, what was the name in TNA? Sebastian Shaw, no, something Shaw, right? Yes, uh, Sebastian Shaw. You're right. Sam Shaw. Sam, Sam Shaw. Shaw. Sebastian Shaw. Shaw. If they plays used Winter... him for Susu Studio promos. I'd be in. Sebastian Shaw <laughs> is the one that plays Winter Soldier, I believe. So, this is Susudio. <laughs> like he, he just says it while Christy Hemi is sitting in the chair. Oh boy. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, this match was good. It, it was. It's a very good match. It's it's Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. Watching this match in a vacuum is absolutely fine. I remember watching this live and was afraid I was going to see a man die in the ring. Okay. Because it's Kurt Angle. Okay. And WWE had just let Kurt Angle go to go to rehab to work on his problems and to heal himself. And this is also vintage TNA. They took advantage of that and signed him immediately and put him in a main event match. Right. The thing that maybe you shouldn't be doing if you're trying to deal with the problems that have been led to from your professional yes. wrestling career. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you give and take. It, it's it's much easier to watch this match back in a vacuum, now knowing both guys are okay. But to watch this one live, I 
I was not a fan of it. Because mm-hmm. I was, I just, and it wasn't, it wasn't anything about the program, wasn't anything about the booking, wasn't anything about any of that. It was just, I didn't want to see Kurt Angle on my TV because I was afraid he was going to die in the ring. Mm. Like, <laughs> it was, it, it was definitely a, you shouldn't be in here, but God, you're just, you're delivering some fantastic matches. I remember was the conflict when we were watching, you know, it and of wasn't course, a conflict for me. It was a conflict right, right. for you. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can I think. I think that could be said uh, just from a lot of talent over the years, yeah. especially further back when it was the whole, we have to, we have to go, we have to do this and, and, right. you know, screw tomorrow. It's about uh, today. I mean, there is a little bit like you do understand that professional wrestling isn't the safest uh, activity to uh, make a profession out of. Like I worry it. about everybody. Uh, right, Ronnie. So <laughs> I mean, when, and, and, and I, I mean, I have a presumption that, half the people I see have some sort of issue that maybe they shouldn't be in there at this point. So like that, you know, I'm, you know, that's, that's professional wrestling, unfortunately. Right. So, but anyways, aside from that, Ronnie, what were your thoughts on this match? Your memories of it? Uh, my memories of it. I remember when Kurt Angle came in. I remember when Samoa Joe headbutted the shit out of him. It was the ta- it was the go home show before the actual match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So head puts the shit out of him, busts his head open, and then they brawl. So I'm like, oh, it's gonna be great, you know. Kurt Angle's here, and this is this is the time where I was like, well, early early 2000s. Like, what year was that? This this was 2006. This November 2006. November 2006. Okay, so this was a year before I got it, actually started training in wrestling. So I was still you know I was still fucking Mark. So I was like, oh. I'm like, this is great. So I never had the the concept of like, oh, Kurt Angle's fucked up. You know, I, I never thought of that. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, they're going to put on great matches. It's fantastic. I, I remember it was a great match. I don't know why I thought Samoa Joe won. But uh, I guess because Kurt- maybe he should have. Yeah, right. But, yeah, you can make that argument. But we did. We were leading into a good, like I think, trilogy of matches that was that was pretty fantastic. And th- I mean, the feud overall, I mm-hmm. thought, was tremendous. But, you know, Kurt Angle made Kurt Angle tap out, so it was a good match. I was half right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we have some comments uh, actually over on the YouTube. Antonio Garza of the WrestlingRevolution dot com. Uh, first of all, you lost me at Seth Green from earlier. Uh, TNA he's still, best. He's still a celebrity. TNA best promotion ever, second to AGPW. Oh, God. <laughs> crazy that a promotion. First TNA... of all, all right. So, sorry, Are they, is he sorry. trolling you right now? Sorry, real, <laughs> crazy real that a promotion about... TNA turned into Impact and got even better. Uh, real talk. Real talk about me for a second. <laughs> I spent. I was. I had today off. I spent today. I spent the day at my mom's waiting for something to be installed because she you know she needs a little help around the house. Um. They canceled the installation. So do you know what I did all day, Sorg? Hmm. I put together furniture, and I just straight up watched season one of Lucha Underground. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Like, I, I watched uh, about 10 episodes of Lucha so, Underground while I was putting things together and fixing stuff around right, the house. Right. Right. Holy shit, that show is good. Yes. Yes. And and <laughs> I'll, I'll save the what I learned for, for, okay. for when we get to that. Uh, Garza has a lot, actually, over on the oh, YouTube page. Of course he He's does. got a lot. He's got a lot. Joe Verzango was like a perfect storm. Everything came, coming together naturally and making history. A car in the Fast and Furious. You mean stealing the show all the time? I agree with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Garza, 
Come to Facebook and say that shit to my face, all right? <laughs> That's right. Like, what, you, what are you doing on YouTube over there? Yeah, what are you doing on YouTube, you fucking hipster? Oh, no. Hipster. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it was the most PG sex scene I've ever seen. Simba and Nala doing it in the jungle. Nala's fuck me eyes are the raunchiest thing this side of the chick from the Goofy movie. Mm, okay. <laughs> Um, it's Ronnie not- knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I can see I, it in my mind. There's an interpretation. It's not about the program or the booking. It's just TNA. I didn't want to watch Mike probably 2021. Dude, I loved early TNA. And he says at the end. TNA. He says at the end. Oh shit! They noticed I got a bail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Garza, Garza. Please come on the show. Come back on the show, Garza. Garza, you're me. welcome. Drop Love me a you, DM. Garza. We will get you in. Bring it. I mean, don't don't sing it. Bring it, Garza. You can bring your Mighty Ducks jersey, and then you guys can hash it out. <laughs> I need to buy a Mighty Ducks jersey no, now. No, Antonio Garza is the Luis Mendoza of this podcast, and that's not because he goes one speed and doesn't know how to stop, <laughs> and he's always looking up girls' skirts. I can't throw that. I'm not gonna throw that. No, no, I mean, you're not wrong. It's a friend. No, I it's mean, friend no, of the show. I mean, friend that, of the show. Let's be fair. That's probably wrong. No. Whoa. Ronnie is the Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie's the guy who keeps trying to swipe up on Tinder. How is Bumble going, by the way? Bumble is. It's a thing. I've, okay. been try- what? I've been trying to give Roddy tips. Yeah, I'm, okay. I assume that's a dating app. It is. I, I have been. I've joined the wonderful oh. world of dating apps. Sweet. And I sent Mike the. Well, there was <laughs> there was one girl who looked like she uh, she'd been storing nuts in her cheeks all winter. <laughs> I'll send you the picture. No, dude, you'll be like, what the fuck? Like actively, like that's not like okay. Like, we're not, I'm not getting into that. No, that no, we're not. We're that's not, that's getting it's not that podcast. That. Um, I mm, okay. And Tina, show and Tina says, "Thank heavens for earbuds." I, you know, I feel good, and we didn't even talk about Peacock tonight. So, I mean, that's that's really tame for us. Got a lot of fly, man. Yeah, got a lot of fly. Uh, they still have not added Hulk Hogan's walk, Rock and Wrestling that I requested last night on Twitter. So, uh, I'll keep you guys. Updated oh, by on. the way, hmm. um, all right. So, I know, I know, we spent the first like long bit of the show talking about the releases and stuff that WWE has done, right? For all of their creative missteps, and believe me, they have plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the smartest decisions they've done in the past five years is to pair Caleb Braxton with Paul Heyman. Yeah, you've been talking about this. Yeah. Holy shit! They they work so well together on Talking Smack. Like I don't know what their relationship off camera is like, mm-hmm. but they like they have such a an amazing rapport with each other. And I, I think it's di- like Renee Young would have done great as well. Absolutely. But Renee always had a, a lot more connection to the superstars themselves. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kayla kind of maintains that isolation factor. Mm-hmm. And it they just play off each other so amazingly well. Like, like they've, the amount of star making moments they've had on Talking Smack just in the past like six months is unreal. 
Yeah, they make a lot of stars right before they leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, no, I'm talking like guys like Apollo Cruz. Like, right for sure. You told me three months ago that Apollo Cruz would make me legitimately excited for him based on a talking right promo. Right, I would have said you were. In yeah, in the Big E stuff. I, and I'm sorry, I'm thinking Peyton Rice over on the Raw Talk, which is also doing some good stuff. I well, don't watch Raw. It's not. I mean, they're, they're, the 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 moments aren't as poignant as what happens on on Smack Talk. Smack talk? Talk smack. Talk, talk smack. Talk smack. Talk smack. And uh, Tina's chiming in. Paul's pep talk with Bianca in this last episode. Just Oof. and Oof. Yeah. Paul Heyman is the MVP. Early MVP of, well, I guess MVP of end of 2020 and early 2021. It's either him or MVP. Yep. But they still have him around doing stuff and influencing. I mean, the good that has happened to WWE is cheerleaded by Paul Heyman for sure. And if there's anybody that is a voice that gets it, it's him that is pushing stuff. And and I, and I think I feel like we forget that Paul Heyman is um like in our minds. I feel like maybe it's just me, but I still feel like Paul Heyman is ECW Paul Heyman, like always. Um, and you forget that this guy has been employed by the WWE, like I don't want to say consistently, but more or less for the last 20 years, right? Yeah. Um, Even longer than that, if you consider how much like WCW, WWE had involvement with ECW. Right. And, 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 and I don't know if this is a keep your enemies closer kind of thing, because, you know, geez, I'd love to see what he would do if he got dropped <laughs> into, like, you know, any of the other three major but American see, but feds. See, but see, the thing is, Paul Heyman would have to have complete control. Right. Right, right, I, right. I feel like but, I feel but, like be okay. So here's the thing, and we've talked about before in this show, like like Paul Heyman having complete control is ECW, but also Paul Man had Paul Heyman had control of the business side too, and that's a problem. We need somebody like what if you know you had not Tony Khan, but a Tony Khan like individual, and said Paul Heyman, here's the keys. Paul Heyman uh, did an interview once and was asked about um, asked about. Uh, why you know being with wwe and all that he said vince would rather have him in the house pissing out of the window than outside the house pissing in through the window right yep. right so it's kind of right. like that and i know he met with tna he said this in an interview too i yeah. am your source for all things paul Heyman. you may contact me at bootsy steal your girl on twitter <laughs> but um he had uh done an interview with ariel hawani and this is right after brock lesnar came back from diverticulitis and uh, he ended up saying that he had met with TNA and they talked about a vision, but they didn't know what their vision was. They knew what they wanted to do, but they had no idea what their vision was. And he kind of laid out his vision and it was not what TNA had done at that time. So mm-hmm. I know that was an option. And I know he kind of wanted like a stock and network play so he could do something on the TV network that they were dealing with, have an investment in the company, but not handle the business side at all, which I mean, it, I get why they didn't do it, but considering their alternative, eh, maybe maybe one of us wouldn't have been blocked on Twitter if that would have happened. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. So I well, doubt it because I never said anything about them on my Twitter. No, no, no. It's, it's a really weird situation, actually. So, so you were collateral damage then of, because of he, just them going, he, eh. amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing he didn't get Mayhem Show blocked by them. Yep. Mayhem Show is not blocked. Because that's where he was spouting about mm-hmm. them. Was I, on I would, our I would live tweet impact. Yeah. And, live and tweet impact from the Mayhem. You show really account. had to know what was going on to know he was the problem to get blocked. 
Yeah. Well, it's a known fact that if you don't like the reverse battle royal, then you are not worthy of Twitterdom. No, there you go. Uh, there you the... go. Uh, Tina's saying, dude, he's been in the business for close to 40 years. Territories, AWA, WCW days. Yeah, I keep forgetting about even the if giant you, telephone. Even if you go back further, like when he would um, so for... take pictures for Vince Sr. Yep. Yep. Like, like yep. that's a real thing. And he talks about it on yep. um, the WWE DVD he did. Yep. Good stuff. Is there, good stuff. And is there anybody else who's worked with l- almost literally every big name in the last 30, 40 years? Vince. <laughs> I mean, Vince, Bischoff, Paul. That's probably the list. Uh, and Heyman in so many different roles as boss, booker. Talent. Uh, yeah. Talent. Ta- on-air talent. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and like the only reason Bischoff's on that list was because Vince brought him in. I mean, I mean, is the closest like I mean, uh, uh, fuck, Michael Hayes has been around forever. Yeah, uh, you know, dude, dude, dude. but <laughs> Michael Hayes, uh, oh yeah, I guess because yeah, he he was in WCW and NWA for a while. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's and then he's been with the, oh, obviously with WWE up and since like yeah. the mid nineties. But I mean, I guess you throw in Arn Anderson too. Yeah, I mean Arn Anderson. Yeah, uh, you know. No, absolutely, and and you know that, and that's why, and you know that's why I have, um, I feel like there's so much promise with AEW because there is, uh, uh, so much strong backstage influence, and you know minds that are like open to the new stuff, but also like, but you gotta make sure you got some of this old school, you know, like um, we didn't get to talk about it much, but I did finish the Jericho interview, again reminds me why I I've always been such a big fan of Chris Jericho. Um, but he, I mean, he's, he says exactly how, what, you know, kind of suspect is happening with AEW. You know, remember I talk about party, you know, we've argued about private party ain't ready. Right. Um, you know, to be on the, the, the main, uh, champs and stuff like that. But it's like, it's like, yeah, half these guys didn't know what hard cam was. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's something that we're trying to teach that freaking two PW and, and feds on this level. And these guys have been like indie darlings get signed by AEW and they don't know how to work a hard cam, like things like that. Although uh, other interesting thing in BC, I, I, did you catch this part where uh, uh, Chris Jericho never heard the term bump and feed until WWE? Yeah. Like that Which was, is, that was interesting. Well, that that's uh, like when he started what early nineties, early, like 90, maybe late 80. I'm sure it's it somewhere, was like 1989. But... I think when he got a start. Around that time, a lot of it was kind of learn as you go. Like, hey, here's the basics, but we're not going to smarten you up until you kind of start figuring stuff out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, I've heard some guys say, oh, I thought it was a shoot until I got in the ring and the guy grabbed me. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if that's how it was, but Mm -hmm. I know that it was a lot more or a lot less preparation when he first started, which is weird to not. Even now, when I hear the Jericho story about guys not knowing hard cam, that's something that I've heard since. Uh, geez, I don't even know, but yeah, it, that's a scary thing that you're on national TV and that's like a learning process. Although I will say in, in AEW's defense, they do have a lot of people on the show. I think 72 was the one number. And that's hard because if you have 72 flavors of ice cream, how are you going to find the one that you actually like? That's but true. That's true. At least I'm seeing guys improve. The guys and girls seem to be at least progressing in, in some areas. Mm hmm. So and, and there, even, there is a even this enha- uh, benefit. Sorry, uh, even this enhancement talent that comes in for a cup of coffee for a couple of weeks of dark or something like that's got to be an education for them too, you know, to, to to be on a production on that on that level. So, um, Mike, you have complained about my picks the last several weeks. Mm-hmm. Would do you have a homework for this week? 
Um, I, I, you know what? If not, I do. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pick one for next week because I'm going to pick a Lucha Underground match. I need to see which ones are available online. Okay. Okay. Are you, um, so do you need to wait until next week? I'm looking, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I just typed in Lucha Underground to YouTube. Found the first thing. Prince Puma versus Pentagon Jr. Prince Puma versus Pentagon Jr. Is yep. there an episode for that? We'll we'll find the episode for it, right? Yeah, I'll I'll, we'll I'll link I'm it. Gonna post the link in the chat room. It's the full match. It's Puma and Pentagon. Like, okay, you, you know what you're getting. We'll uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what you're getting, and you're gonna like what you get. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And also, it's available on Tubi TV for free. Oh, uh, as well. I highly recommend instead of watching Raw. Go to Tubi TV, Tubi.tv and watch three hours of Lucha Underground. Or do it like I did and just bought all the seasons as they came out uh, so I could watch them when I could. And, uh, da, 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 and uh, you know, you kind of send a signal of like, hey, this is worth me giving money to because the more and then also That's still available on iTunes. Oh, oh, no, I was going to buy them on DVD because I don't know. If they, did they ever do a DVD release? I can't I can't recall if they have. I'm sure you oh. can get like bootleg. No, you can get you get it off of uh, deep guest discount DVDs or something, right? So breaking news from the tweeter: Matt Light accepts Katie's challenge. Oh, fantastic! I don't know why the Rocky theme is appropriate. They're trading know. montages, man. That's what they have to do. Oh, jeez. Oh boy. He, he just said, "I love Katie." What's the challenge? Yes, yes. And I responded, "Let them fight." <laughs> <laughs> Let them fight. Anyways, <laughs> um, what we he's ha, he has fight experience and she can step over the ropes. This is gonna be tremendous. Um, so what did you guys learn from wrestling this week? Um, I I I learned that Lucha Underground is not immune to the really funny irony in hindsight. So I was watching a submission match between Pentagon Junior and Sexy Star. Mm. And the whole commentary on the match was that Pentagon was trying to legitimately hurt other people in the ring and Vampiro saying that's really bad. Mm-hmm. And turns out maybe maybe it's the reverse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe one of them is really safe in the ring and the other one kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, like I couldn't get over the commentary. I couldn't because that's all they were talking about. And Vampiro was like, yeah, you don't come back from trying to like really take away someone's livelihood. I'm like, yeah, you really don't do you. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, BC, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Uh, I learned uh, wrestling evolved. Uh, I saw a quote a while back about, um, Guys in AEW go too fast and don't sell, which mm-hmm. if you've ever seen the Young Bucks, that's not the case. Um, and I, I see it a lot from veterans. So I will say as nicely as I possibly can as a guy that grew up on uh, Shawn Michaels, who went too fast by many accounts, uh, who saw more of the Midnight Express than I can put into words, two guys that went too fast. And seeing interviews from Luthez that talked about how Shawn Michaels, or excuse me, uh, how Ric Flair went way too fast and how his era was better and how that continues to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I learned that wrestling evolves. And I think the faster that people learn, one, that it evolves, two, that if you don't keep up with it, it will pass you by. And three, how I talked about ice cream earlier, to use the same analogy, there are a lot of different flavors of ice cream. Uh, and just because you don't like chocolate, you probably shouldn't spend so much time telling people why you don't like chocolate and focus more on telling people why you like vanilla or Rocky Road or cotton candy chocolate chip or what have you. So, yeah, Goodness. I learned people shouldn't be dicks. <laughs> I learned uh, we'll see how it all works out <laughs> last night on the show. <laughs> Good discussion from Monday Night Show. I'll leave you guys to listen to the end of that, or I guess it was most of that. Uh, Ronnie so, Starks, so, what did... Oh, hey, uh, sorry, BC, would you say that wrestling fans are worried about the Fast and the Furious? Because uh, <laughs> Actually, it seems to me that uh, people that are in the wrestling business that should know better are usually the ones that are more concerned about complaining about the Fast and Furious. Uh, and they're regular- also concerned about ah i thought i had another fast and furious reference it's, it's a regular weird. tokyo drift man ah ah now you're just being <laughs> ludicrous <laughs> i've been saving that for like an hour now <laughs> this this is a deep cut and if anybody gets this tag me on twitter but ronnie starks how are you gonna act like that <laughs> god i hope some mad mike you have to get that reference you're that's why <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. I love you, Beast. Ronnie Starks, uh, what'd you learn from uh, wrestling this week? Uh, I believe uh, Charlotte believes her own hype. Mm. <laughs> she do to you. She, she's out there looking like a bedazzled Matt Riddle. Yeah, she's out of, she's out of control right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I made BC blur through his own background. <laughs> That's how, that's how you know you get someone when they fade away into their own digital background. <laughs> he faded away and uh, classified himself as <laughs> obsolete. <laughs> oh. No, but seriously, uh, I really didn't learn anything this week. <laughs> and neither did WWE. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Mad Mike, what'd you learn? I already said what I learned. Oh, you did. Listen, man. <laughs> I think we covered everybody. Listen, man. Yeah, I started it off. This 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 shot's starting to hit me right now. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely so, honest. So about to go night night. I'm about what to, time is I, it? I gotta try to stay up in there a couple hours and finish editing the show. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, these these edits are gonna be awesome. Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be rough. God, the show's usually not a problem, but if you see the show notes and they don't make any sense, or I just copy posted last week's and just said fuck it, I'm saying. <laughs> It's fine. It's Sorg. just going to be Sorg. fuck it in Sorg. big capital letters. Sorg. Just put in the show notes. I'm suffering from shot too. You'll get show notes next week. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You to each their own. It's just uh, why, <laughs> show why notes. Is... Luis Mendoza sucks. I might just make the the cover art that sticker <laughs> that uh, that Hamifist is sending me, and just yes. call it a night. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Garzas did not run away from the YouTube. And uh, he learned that he can comment on YouTube with no competition. Also, come and drop like, <laughs> drop a like, subscribe, and a bell. Also, Rebellion this weekend. Check it out. There you go. 
So, uh, all right. You know what? Rebellion has. Not I normally con- have the Facebook open. Yeah. Next week, I'm gonna have to have. I'm telling you, we got a multi. Like, we need to sign. Each of us gets a gets a thing. So, later, people are gonna start giving more than uh, come be famous on Twitch, and we'll have to pay attention there too. Riz didn't even pop in and drop Kali emoticons. Yeah, what the fuck, Riz? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's I'm trying to get TikTok famous over here, guys. That's right. So. That's right. We do have a TikTok for Wrestling Mayhem show now, by the way. I know you followed me. I followed you. Yes, I followed you. <laughs> I'm worried about everybody else. I didn't follow Ronnie. I know you're good. So, um, it's the stuff you've been seeing on my account. I'm just dedicating it over there. So, um, so please give a follow over there if you would uh, like to, and follow all the other places. BC Steel. That is me. Where can you? Where can people find BC Steel things? Well, speaking of TikTok and Instagram, oh, same yes. uh, name BC underscore Steel. On TikTok, I rant about Nelly talking about uh, manicured toes. I sing, I dance, I mm-hmm. put you in a trance. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do it without my pants. Uh, that's not on Instagram. Uh, on <laughs> yeah, Twitter, that's, that's a lot on, of layered references. <laughs> on Twitter, once again, thank you to Dutters, BC Steel, Yo Girl. That is Yo as in Y O. Uh, I am on the Facebook. Search BC Steel. There's an E on the end. And if you want to talk about why uh, famous pitcher Mel Clark, the California Angels of 1994, should be in the Hall of Fame, I am uh, RIP Mel Clark. And hopefully you get that reference too. I am more than happy to do that. Uh, There will be many more uh, sport movies covered by Mad Mike and I. We will get into the Air Bud movies. Uh, in short, <laughs> oh, I, I need to watch them. I need Apparently, to watch them. okay, but we didn't have BC on the Monday night show where we talk about not wrestling more. Oh, so man. that needs to happen, perhaps. So yeah, if, you, if you're good yeah. with late night Mondays, BC, let, and have an opinion about some movie. Let BC, us have you seen the Snyder Cut? <laughs> I have not. All right, oh, BC, please do me a favor. Watch the Snyder Cut and come on Monday show. Yes, <laughs> and just tell us what you think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I need a few shots first, not shots like vaccination. Um, maybe a five. It, maybe it depends on if if shots either um, improve or hinder your ability to stay awake during a four-hour movie. You might need a oh. five-hour energy. Uh, it depends on what the shots are of. Fair enough. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll leave that to your discretion. Then. Alrighty. Um, and Ronnie Starks is the grizzled toy vet over on Twitter. Uh, you can find me in the outfield with the Angels. Mm-hmm. Ah, you're just like Matthew McConaughey. Mm. All right, all right, all right. And, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And you can find me on the Twitter, at Grizzled Toy Vet. Right. Uh, you can find me on the Instagram, the Ronnie Starks. You can find me on the Facebook. And, uh, you know, that's that's pretty much it. I'll do things. Mad Mike 483. You can find me in Bubble, too. And bubble, ladies. yes. Look him up, ladies. ladies. <laughs> also, Mad Mike four eighty three on the Twitter. Yeah, you can you can find me in my treehouse, educating people on the wonder that is s'mores, and using erector sets to try and get a ball that was signed by some guy named some girl named Baby Ruth, um, from the Beast. Yeah, Garza saying in the chat, you 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 not you do not just tell someone to watch Snyder Cut. You got to schedule a month in advance. No, no, that's that's what I just want to tell you to watch it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just just yeah. just go straight. No chaser. 
That's like here, ride this roller coaster you haven't seen yet. Um, for four hours. For four hours. So wait, Mad, yeah. Mad Mike, when you were trying to get that ball back, were you impressed by uh by uh, how fast Luis and Luis Mendoza could steal home? Um, excuse me. That is Benny the Jet Rodriguez, all right? Yeah, that's his twin brother. I can't do this again. I can't do this uh, no. again. I can't do this again. No, next week, next wow. week, we are scheduled to do have have Remy LeVay on the show, I believe, in person. Legends get remembered, but podcasts never die, Bastille, all right? <laughs> on that note, I think we got to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, before I fall over. Uh, thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Mayhem out. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.